Hey guys, Bobby here from Pucks Out Podcast. Unfortunately, we had a slight issue with the server that runs the program that we record on. So you'll see some inconsistencies uh, during this episode where we talk over each other due to lag. But nevertheless, enjoy. From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome into the most ridiculous podcast in sports and pop culture. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. Hello. No, uh, you can find us on the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Now let's crack open this cold Mayday beer and let's get after it. As always, Pucks Out is powered by Mayday Brewery, the official beer Pucks Out podcast. Find them. Uh, in Murfreesboro every Thursday for some bingo and Tuesdays for some singo. Swing by, tell them Pucks Out sent you. Today, we are covering the greatest time of the year. It is the Stanley Cup playoffs. Check us out on Patreon uh, to support the show. Check us out on Twitch where you can find us playing some games. Um, How are you this week, bud? I am good. You've, you've said it. Well, this is what we're here for, right? The, this is why we made a podcast because NHL playoffs is the king of all kings. Uh, super pumped to be here this week. Uh, doing well, you know, just been kind of kind of looking forward to uh, finishing up fantasy. Uh, I know that we are diehard fantasiesmen, uh, but we were we were burnt out uh towards the end yeah. or at least i was and i think uh, i think you echo that sentiment i know I was. so it is nice to it's just nice to be able to to bet on playoff hockey and start losing money betting on baseball again it's just a good it's a good time <laughs> of year it needs to pick a it needs to pick a lane weather wise and stick with it uh but other other than that i'm doing uh doing pretty good uh joe across the street he's got a pool table so now i basically just drink and play play pool with joe all the time so uh jazz nice, what about nice. you man how you doing doing good man just got back uh from this weekend uh from east tennessee doing a crawfish boil uh, i leave this weekend for a bachelor nice, party nice. in virginia then i got another crawfish boil the week after that so staying busy having fun you know just Living the dream, man. Living the dream. Uh, quick fit check. Uh, the I tried to find a team uh, that was in the playoffs. The only one I got is my Edmonton sweater. Seems like you got. Uh, seems so, like you got three you know, more games rock, rock where, where that one's going to be fine. You yeah. got about three more <laughs> games where that'll be a that'll be an okay jersey to wear. Um, me, uh, don't worry, Bob. I'm in. I'm in a very similar boat uh, as you. I, I went with a uh, <laughs> went with the Florida Panthers jersey. So um uh, we may not we may have to get new jerseys before next week even. Uh we may not even be able to wear these next time we oh, record. Oh, I guess I got to tell them uh, if we want to continue jersey. If we want to continue to wear a playoff team jersey, it's not looking <laughs> hot for these two these two jerseys at the at the moment. So, uh just the pucks out hat, just just yeah. chilling, ready to get uh get some games on, you know? Nice. Nice. Yeah, dude. I'm excited. Uh, let's jump into the news. 
Everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice. It's time for news from inside the boards. Well, most of you out there know the news. The Stanley Cup playoff is happening, so we'll be talking about that in the main topic. But outside the NHL, uh, Connor Bedard is Bedard 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 Bedard. Connor Bedard tops the uh, North American scouting for the 2023 NHL draft. Maybe, yeah, uh, 143 points in 57 games. He is the likely number one overall pick for the draft happening in Nashville this year. Um, you know, and hey, uh, one thing I like about the NHL is that, you know, just because you're the worst team doesn't mean you have a 100% chance of getting the number one pick. And I, I kind of like that. Um, I used to not like it, but I think I've, it's grown on me a little bit, the uh, the lottery pick. Now, I do wish yeah, that they, I'm a, I'm I a lottery. F- I think that it should be more. Rev- yeah, I'm, I, I wish it was he- more heavily favored to like the bottom four. I don't like that you can be like the eighth worst team and you have a small chance of getting it. I think that it should be like yeah. maybe the bottom four or five. And it's each each. The worse you are, the higher weight you have of getting. <clears throat> yeah, I like the I, I don't know. I like the the wide array of teams that uh, that can get it. You know, I mean, it just it, it just bodes well. There's no real reason to completely tank and do nothing because there's nothing guaranteed. You could get the eighth pick yeah. just like anybody else could. Uh, so, yeah, but I, I'm with you. Uh, I, I think that. Uh, I think I like the way, you know, that I, I, I'm a fan of, of the lottery process. But I mean, it's one of those. The, I feel like the lottery is more necessary uh, in, in sports like the NBA and the NHL uh to to utilize so yeah yeah i'm with you on that 100 um yeah one thing i want to do talk about not stanley cup oh it's a little stanley cup related but um the quote-unquote issue with mark andre flurry i was thinking about this today on my ride on my drive home today i don't think i have and you and before the show you mentioned Shaq. um i don't think i've ever seen this in professional sports where you have a player such as mark andre flurry who is a Sure, first ballot Hall of Famer. As soon as he retires, he's going to stroll all in right into the front doors of the Hall of Fame. Um, but yet, for the last several years, I would say since what 2017, he has been benched by three different teams. Now, yes, uh, he's getting a little bit older, but he's still, I, I don't think he should have been benched for Matt Murray. Now, Matt Murray won cups with Pittsburgh, so did Mark Andre Fleury. So, one could say that, you know, hey, they, they didn't they didn't it's not like they didn't lose. So, you know, it is what it is. But the benching right. for Robin Leonard, I think, to this day is was a massive mistake by the Golden Knights. And Marc-Andre Fleury was a he was the golden boy uh, for the Golden Knights. He was the team favorite. They centered around the entire expansion team around him. And yet they send him off. And now um, uh, in, in Minnesota, he is. Is is it's Minnesota, right? Yeah. Uh, correct. Yes. Uh, correct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, in Minnesota now he is he is benching it now. Listen, he didn't have a bad season this year, but you know he got outplayed this season. I get that, but it still seems. Do you have you ever seen something like this in professional sports? Someone of his of this of this massive name value who's been benched like he has. Yeah, I, I mean, I brought up Shaq because not not as much 
benched, but basketball is obviously a, a different animal. And, you know, any position in basketball is a lot different than goaltending uh, just to overall. Uh, but, I mean, yeah. he kind of floated around from, from team to team in the late end of his career, not really providing Shaq level of of championship caliber. So uh, that would just be a thought process of a guy that was so good that towards the end of his career was just not, you know, just not who, who Shaq used to be type of deal. Um, but I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It, 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 it is strange. Um, it, and then situationally, he's been on teams that are wanting to win minus Chicago. Uh, you know, him, him being in Chicago for a bit there. Uh, that was not a win then team type of team. Um, but yeah, man, yeah. I, I mean, I, especially in hockey, you know, not being familiar with the whole, the whole history uh, of the game. Uh, not sure if that's something that, that has happened before. Uh, it seems to be, you know, it seems that, that he could be starting on a lot of teams, but it, it, it more seems he doesn't want that uh, to just be the starter on a bad yeah. team. I think he wants to win win cups um and be you know have a shot for the for the playoffs yeah, and there. he has to have a baseball cap to do it but yeah, yeah i'm not um yeah i mean so far uh gustafson uh won last night so you know nothing nothing for him to say as of yet uh a double ot game uh, in which he allowed two total goals uh against dallas so that's a, that's pretty good so far but i mean it's a very interesting point by you you know, I mean, I don't know if uh, I, I, I would like to maybe do a little bit of independent research and see if you can kind of come up with one of those stories. Yeah, I one name does come to mind. And if you take away the, um, you know, stealing millions of dollars and the dick pics, maybe Brett Favre. Maybe this kind of happened at the end of Brett Favre's career. But even I mean, he got benched in Minnesota. Um, no, I, I mean, I would say he was what? 38? I would say really the. I'd say really the opposite happened to Brett Favre. Uh, he was the team that he was currently with wasn't feeling him. And so he's like, I'm going to go find somebody that will feel me. Uh, no pun intended. Yeah. He probably did find both uh, a team that would feel <laughs> him and a massage therapist that would feel him. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, cause then he went and played for the jets uh, for a little bit and I think he was intended to start. So, I mean, I, he really was done when he was done, you know? So, okay. I mean, Flurry, Yeah. Flurry has seemed like he's had nine lives because he's, all right, Flurry's done now. He's never coming back from, from this. And then he just kind of does. He just kind of there and provides, I mean, to the point where he was a yeah. value, valuable asset on some points leagues for, for me as a goalie this year, yeah. you know, not getting every game start, but, uh, yeah, uh, a guy that you're keeping around to get that goalie start and to get adequate points when he did start. Yeah, I want to look up the stats. I think he may be on track it to be the one of the winningest uh, goalies of all time. Um, I need to get I need to just uh, set a bookmark for a good stat site. Uh, I always forget which one I use. Um, just go to NHL.com real quick. I, I guess hockey reference is a good one. Uh, let's see. Uh, right. wins, wins, wins. Where are wins? Uh, they're making it. Why? It's it's so dumb when websites like 
NHL.com and ESPN just make it hard to find stats. You have to go to like such a just try to make it fancy, just simple stats, right? Like just give just it like to a me box simple. score, dude. I just need uh, a I just need career stats. For yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we'll find it later. But yeah, I believe that he is on track to be one of the winners okay. uh, goaltenders all time. And you have to give it to him. You know, putting putting your hubris aside to be like, yeah, you know, I'm I'm cool with being a good backup goaltender because how many teams have we said couldn't win the cup because they were top heavy at goaltending and then something happens where if Gustafson goes out Marc-Andre Fleury is a serviceable goalie one that any team yeah, would be ab- happy absolutely to have. A- absolutely um I I, I but, agree I mean but let's head in to outside the NHL Now that you know what's happening inside the boards, time for the rest of the headlines with news from outside the boards. All right. Uh, Draymond Green stomps on DeMontis Sabonis. I have not seen this yet. Uh, is there a video? I think you uh, attached a video. There is. Uh, what did you well, I tell would me not. about it? Though, while I, I, I would this. not. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Draymond Green stomps on DeMontis Sabonis. So, uh, <laughs> uh, no, he, uh, it, it was, <laughs> he gets knocked down, he falls, and he, like, grabs. It looks like he grabs, but it looks like he's just protecting his head. And Draymond stomps on it. I mean, he was doing his best, uh, his best Albert Hainsworth or Ndamukong Su. Oh. Impression, dude. Yeah. Uh, I need to try, watch and this then again. He, and, so, okay. Sabonis grab. Okay. He doesn't grab. I, he, I he like reaches to like cover his head. Okay. Yeah. Go go look at different angles. Yeah. There's in all, real there's, time, there's it looks. Angles. Yeah. I, because in real time, it like it looks like he grabs him, but it, but then I look at it again. It's very clear he's covering his head. And I can mm. almost see where Draymond yeah. could think that he's like, I'm having some internet connection today, so it's sure. not, it's buffering at, at like a 180p. Oh, dude, yeah. He just, yeah, he just stomped him in his chest, bro. Yeah, right. 100%. Right, and I'm with you. I'm with you. Even if you think, even if you think your leg's being grabbed, it's clearly not since your foot is out. And you're st- able to stomp with it. Once you're able to do the stomp, it's not being grabbed, right? It was pretty clear at that point. Um, yeah, man. It's just, uh, what a, he's just such a dirty player. I mean, he, a couple weeks ago, he kicked somebody in the head. He, you know, anytime, all of a sudden, a ball's up in the air and Draymond Green, a uh, world super, uh, you know, a world class superstar athlete. Oh, he no longer, Knows how to control his his appendages and his arms and his elbows and it's just amazing yeah. that you're just not coordinated enough to to do that and maybe you know maybe the league needs to help you out and let you coordinate how to put on a suit and not get dressed you know I mean if that's a one game suspension yeah. at least if it's not a repeat offender oh, like Draymond minimum. Green. You know, uh, it, yeah. so if you um, haven't seen think, it, go on out there and see it. Yeah. 
uh, I, I do want to say real quick uh, for listeners at home, there is a about a 10 second delay between uh, between when I. So uh, you'll have to excuse the technical difficulties. I think that something's going on with the Internet at my house, though it's causing some issues. Uh, but I will say one thing about that is that the most the saddest thing about seeing that stuff is that these these are both professional athletes. Both these dudes are out there putting food on the table. I get, you know, sometimes fist flies. And if it's a fair fight, it's a fair fight. But a dude's on the ground. You stomp him. That should be I don't care if it's the fucking playoffs. That should be a minimum two, three game suspension. That was malicious. That was Easy. uncalled for. Uh, and it need, the NBA has to start making examples of this because we're seeing it more and more. Yeah. You know, if it was if it was a situation where Sabonis actually grabbed his, his ankle or something, then OK, give each player right. one game. Maybe if if you if you grab a right. player, you're going to get stomped, you know, fuck around. Find well, out. And but I will say, no, I will say Sabonis so got a. Sabonis got a flagrant, um, a flagrant one for like tripping or whatever. So he got, he got a foul call as well. Okay. Uh, Draymond did get, end up getting tossed. He was, he was, you know, calling the crowds pussies and jumping around and hooting and hollering. It was just a whole scene caused Dude. by him. Uh, and it was funny. At one point he kind of is going See? by and he's stomping around the court and he's by Jordan Poole. And he says something, and Jordan Poole overly laughs at it because he doesn't want to get punched in the face again. He learned his lesson from the first time <laughs> when he got walloped by him at practice. So, yeah, I think that every NBA game, I think the NBA should hire Shannon Sharp to be on the sideline of every single game to keep players in check. <laughs> Just that's Shannon Sharp's new job. And He's the get back coach. He's there. <laughs> yeah, and then just get Stephen Adams uh, whenever he's his team's uh, out of the playoffs. Right. He's there to watch Shannon yeah. Sharp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but all right, let's uh, let's move into our main topic of the day. We got some Stanley Cup playoffs to talk about. Uh, day one is in the books. We record our Tuesdays, so by the time this comes out, probably three days will be gone by. Uh, but. Let's uh, run through last night's games real quick. Um, my internet will work. Uh, we have got, oh, well, tonight we got the Rangers and Devils, so we need to go back to Monday night. Uh, the Hurricanes over the Islanders, 2-1. to one. Uh, Bruins uh, uh, take out the Panthers, 3-1. to one. The Wild over the Stars, which is a good game, 3-2. to two. And the Kings, Oilers, uh, Kings with the... Uh, Two OT upset, four to three. Um, I will say that that one OT for uh, the Kings, Wild, two uh, OTs the for the game. Wild. One o- oh, sorry, yeah, ba- uh, yeah, backwards. Um, that Wild Stars game, they got out of the arena. Fans left the arena at one a.m. last night. That is a late game. They had to start the game late because I believe of the uh, one of the other games uh, ran over a little bit as well. So. That's, I mean, that's late for, and I hope yeah. they, through two OTs, I hope they open the bar, the, the bars up, uh, a little bit. Cause that's, that's <laughs> a long time to, to have no, to have no alcohol, yeah. um, and a very stressful game. Yeah, absolutely. The, uh, the Islanders hurricanes game ran a little late. And so that, uh, game was coming on after and, uh, yeah, what a, what a, what a good 
first night of games. Uh, the Oilers really dropped the ball on on their game. I mean, they were they had a uh, two goal lead at one point, uh, and then a three one lead, and uh, Kopitar scoring with like fifteen to thirty seconds left on the clock to take it into OT. Uh, it's it goes, it, it, you know, we we talked up the Oilers if they weren't this, uh, if they weren't were to advance and go through, they had to, a lot of holes to fill. There, the Kings are showing that they're able to play playoff hockey. You know, they've got the the style of hockey to play. You go into OT, it's no longer all right. Well, our best three versus your best three, and then we'll see who can score a goal. Yeah, Connor McDavid can score a goal on three people anytime. Uh, but the, the five V, you know, the five V five portion of OT is back and you gotta, you gotta win the game like a regular hockey game. Kings had the momentum. So if the Kings continue to play like this, uh, I think that, that, you know, we may be surprised to see McDavid out, you know? Yeah. Um, so let's go through real quick, uh, the bracket challenge, uh, we have our brackets in, um, they lock tonight, I believe before the puck drop of the second of, of tonight's games. Uh, so let's run through real quick, the, uh, matchups in the first round, um, Colorado versus Seattle. I think we both probably have Colorado, but what are your expectations for this matchup? Yeah, I think it's just, um, uh, just too much for Seattle. They've had a good season. Uh Colorado is a team that in our bracket challenge I got them winning the the cup. So uh I have I believe Colorado in I want to say maybe 5 games. Let me check the answer to that. I don't know if it tells me very clearly what how many games I have them picked in, so I'm having trouble. The, uh, I hate the it, NHL bracket challenge thing. Yeah, it's dumb. Like it says it, it locks in one day, one hour, but I'm pretty sure it's, I think it's already locked. So it's being really weird. Um, but I've got uh, if you might need to click onto the dock. That's what I had to do. I had to go to the the fantasy dock and click on the okay. bracket challenge. Maybe I'll try that. that. Um, but I've Maybe got Colorado in five on mine. Um, and then I believe that's what I have, which I think Colorado can do. I I don't see them sweeping, and I think Seattle can sneak one away at home, but I think Colorado is just too much for this team. And Seattle, listen, they're nothing to scoff at. It is the most, uh, I think, the most improved expansion team in the history of the NHL. They really, really proved that you know they had what it takes, and but Colorado is just too much for them. I think um, going down to Dallas, uh, Minnesota. I've got Dallas in six. Even after last night's performance, I still believe in that. I want to say that that sounds very similar. I'm still trying to pull that pull this up here, uh, but that sounds very similar to what I have as well. If you have it pulled up, you might be able to check mine as well. Uh, if it, I don't know if it's just waiting for it to lock. Um, Ooh. I want to say I had I had Dallas as well. 
might be able to click on yours. Uh, I might. I think technically I can't because they're not locked yet. Um, but anyway, uh, going down to the uh, uh, Pacific, I got Vegas in six over Winnipeg. Uh, pretty much, honestly, I I view this matchup a lot like the Dallas uh Minnesota matchup. I think Winnipeg. I think this could be the most difficult matchup. Well, at first, I thought this would be the most difficult matchup in the first round uh, for a number one seed. Um, and looking at the other number one seeds, I still think that's the case. I think that Vegas is the weakest number one seed in the uh, in the playoffs. Yeah, um, I went uh, a little contrarian here. Uh, I to recap my my picks. I do have Colorado in five and Dallas in six, just like just like you do, good buddy. Uh, but I actually have Winnipeg in seven for this series. Something I I would not be surprised to see Vegas go through, but just something I had a feeling that one of the one seeds is getting knocked off. I said that this was going to be a, a good series. I think Winnipeg. Uh, moves on or at least that's what i have in the bracket challenge do i do i overly think that no i'm not uh i'm not super sold on it at, at, by any means being the nhl playoffs but uh but yeah i'm gonna go with winnipeg and seven for our bracket challenge nice nice uh going down to edmonton versus los angeles um if i could redo this i think i might but i filled this yes, out before game well. one and that's what it's stuck to. Uh, I have Edmonton yep. in five. I ah, Bobby, are we just? Uh, Los that's what I. That's what I got as well. <laughs> <laughs> I personally think now, if I was filling this out right now on uh, Tuesday afternoon, I would say Los Angeles in seven. Yeah, I think I would say Los Angeles in six. If I uh, was refilling out. But I'm a man of my word, and now I think Edmonton—they're going on on a sweep skis, okay? Four straight, no problem, <laughs> no issues. Yeah, uh, they uh, got it. I uh, think, but but very funny. Yeah. Go ahead. I was gonna say very funny uh, that we had such similar uh, brackets, game wise and pick wise. So it seems like on the West, at least in that first round, uh, it's gonna be our our Vegas and Winnipeg picks that kind of define uh the winner there yeah um i will say that you know a lot of people especially in yesterday's uh fantasy pool draft you guys were pretty high on edmonton uh and i think davy actually has edmonton winning the whole thing i was i am not high on edmonton i filled them out to win in five but i then had them losing to vegas i think that playoff hockey is such a different monster and it was proved last night that if you don't have McDavid and Drysider playing their ho- their game of hockey at a high caliber for the entire time, then they're not going to win. They're going to be competitive. We saw last night Drysider pick up the slack, but it wasn't enough. You had Kopitar uh, come in and just they they couldn't get enough scoring. Uh, Edmonton has to out. I think if Edmonton wants to win. They have to score five or six goals a game. They're they're not going to win low scoring games. It's they're just not. And I think Los Angeles, if frankly, as a, playing as a team, will outscore them. I uh, I don't necessarily disagree. Uh, we thought that they kind of covered a lot of their holes. Uh, I 
while having some Edmonton players on the team, I didn't overly go. I think I think Davey has a lot riding on them uh, as compared to me where yeah. I've got a, a wider wider net. But yeah, I mean, I'm 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 worried about this. They didn't seem to fill those those holes that. Um, but again, just one game. You know, they come out there and they win next game, and it's one one. Yeah. You know, we all flip our flip our thought process. So, um. Well, moving over to the east, uh, I for Boston, Florida. I don't know that I believe that this is going to happen at this point, but I have Boston in six. So, um, I where okay, Florida is going to find two games. Yeah, where they're going to find two games, I'm not sure. I think your five is a lot closer uh, to the right answer uh, after watching game one. Yeah. I think, but I think Florida extends it one game at home, but I think that's it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's probably it. I I, I don't know where my, that's that, that second win's going to come from. Uh, Tampa and yeah. uh, Tampa Bay lightning and the Toronto Maple Leafs. I have Tampa in six. I think it's a team that's been there before. That's done it before. Uh, tough yeah. draw for Austin Matthews and the gang, but uh, I just don't see the Lightning, uh, Lightning losing this this uh, this series. I've got Tampa in seven, so we're pretty much in lockstep uh, on that as well. I, I think right. that Toronto. I think it's another heartbreaker for Toronto. I think they just. I think it's another year of of heartbreak for them. Agreed. Uh, unfortunately for them, I think that they could have won a first round if it wasn't uh, a team like Tampa Bay, who's been to the Stanley Cup, you know, four times yeah. in the past five years. You know, <laughs> it's hard to hard to uh, battle yeah. against that team, you know. Yeah, uh, Carolina and the New York Islanders. Uh, I'm this one's gonna be interesting. I've got Carolina in five. OK, well, um, I actually have Carolina, but in seven. Um, and I feel, okay. I don't feel bad about that after, after that game last night. Uh, the Islanders can definitely steal a couple, uh, in, in my mind, maybe six games, but I, I, for just some reason, I felt like this series go honestly to, to tell you the truth, Bobby, I think if it goes seven games, the Islanders win it. Uh, unfortunately for my prediction here, um, but I, so I think if it goes five games, I think you, you, I think Carolina has a much better shot in that shorter series. Um, so I don't, I don't hate your pick at all. Yeah. Uh, and then going down to what I think is going to be the most interesting matchup of the entire first round, possibly of the first two rounds, the devils and the Rangers, the, uh, Hudson river rivalry. Uh, I've got the Rangers in six. Yeah, I think we went uh, very similar in this. I went Rangers in seven. Uh, I completely agree. I think Davey agreed. It, w- it was just the standout uh, playoff matchup to me. Both just the names of the teams, the as you said, that, that Hudson River rivalry there, uh, you know, New York and New Jersey, that kind of rivalry boiling up. 
but also just matchup wise, I think that they're good, even teams. They they both ha- are hungry. They both have something to prove. But I think the Rangers, I just think that they're the better team right now. I think they've got some uh, some star power uh, at the back end of their lineup and some and some guys that have won cups before that, that have been there. So I, I love the Rangers pick, Bob. Yeah. Uh, six games, it, it might be might be right. Yeah. I think that they have faced off seven times in the first round, maybe, throughout their history. I mean, that's a lot really? of times. And that's and that's not counting other times. They uh, they faced each other. Okay, sorry. They faced each other six times in the playoffs with the Devils winning two of the last three matchups in 2012-2006 and the Rangers winning the, fir- the first three, including the best one of all, the ni- epic 1994 Eastern Conference Finals. Um, so yeah, this is, this is going to be some classic good hockey and I'm excited to watch it. Yeah, me too, man. Me too. Uh, I got, I got some money on the Rangers tonight. I'm really looking forward to, uh, to that being the first game uh, of the night. You know, I, the first game of the night, let's let's pretend like we're all going to be able to watch all of, all of the games. Uh, in one night, no. Whoever gets that last game, I'm falling asleep on you, bro. I'm falling asleep on you, but I'm gonna be awake for the whole six o'clock game, <laughs> no question. So, um, yeah. all right. So yeah. moving unless, back over unless the, the, West, the last game ends you, at like four a.m., I'm not falling asleep. <laughs> ex- yeah. Well, yeah. You're a late. You, you know, you don't have to wake up for, for as early for work, <laughs> but you know, I do. So yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'll just find out what what happens a little later. Uh, so back into the West, you have Colorado and Dallas moving on to that next round. Uh, who do you have move advancing uh, in that that uh, matchup? Yeah, I've got Colorado. Um, I haven't put down how many games. Uh, it didn't give me an option, uh, but I'm going to take. It doesn't. Yeah, there Colorado. was no option. It, yeah, if I had to take, I think I'd take Colorado in six over Dallas. I mean, these I have teams are Colorado pretty, like, winning as well. These teams are pretty even. Yeah, I have uh, Colorado winning as well. I like I like the six number. If if it did give us a choice, I think I probably would have landed there. Um, and then so you have the Golden Knights playing Edmonton in that second round. Who do you have advancing there? I've got Vegas, and I think uh, Vegas can, will do it in seven. Um, I think. Okay. I think Vegas just steps up. You know, this is. I think that hockey. You can't always go with the analytics and your brain on hockey. I think playoff hockey is a different animal, and this is more of a, just a gut feeling I have, which you know some people may not like, but you know, in that I think Jack Eichel and this Vegas Golden Knight team just uh, outperforms in total uh compared compared to Edmonton like it uh I I have the Jets and Edmonton playing um I'm gonna go or I have Edmonton winning that if I had to pick games I think if Edmonton gets to play Winnipeg I think it I think they win it in five games I'm not sure at this point if they're even making it to this next round uh, I think it is different if they play Vegas. Um, I I leave that that series a little more even in my mind, uh, and could go either way. Don't don't dislike your pick at all. Seven games for Vegas to win that is good. But uh, if it's the Jets and Winnipeg, I got Edmonton moving on. 
right. All right. Uh, uh, so. We- Let's uh, let's go ahead and go to the conference championship of the West before we move back over to the East. Um, I've got Colorado. Perfect. I would have Va- Colorado and Vegas, and I think I think Vegas's swan song for this season ends abruptly here. I think Colorado. I'm going to say Colorado and four over Vegas. Colorado and four over Vegas. I do not hate that at all. I've messed with my brackets and now they're messed up. Um, So I would have Colorado Edmonton, uh, which I have Colorado moving on. I have Colorado uh, in five if uh, if we're doing games wise. So Colorado moving to the Stanley Cup uh, for me in five games over Edmonton. Then we both have uh, Boston playing Tampa for that next round who do you got um advancing from those two i think tampa after having what i think will just be a slugfest with toronto comes in to a fresh boston team uh ready and motivated i think boston beats tampa in five boston beats tampa in five it seemed like you're going with Tampa there. Yes. Um <laughs> I have uh I have Boston. I have Boston moving on as well. Very similar to what you were saying. I think the reason that Toronto doesn't get past past uh Tampa is the same reason that Boston does. Uh they they do kind of have that uh that winning in the culture and that DNA there. Um so I have Boston moving on uh to the uh to the next round. And then it looks like we both have Carolina and the Rangers uh, as well. So who do you have going there? Yeah. You know, this one, this is probably the se- the one game in the second round where I am the most unsure. I think mm-hmm. Carolina in seven. And the only reason I, is I'm saying seven is because I think this is a coin flip of a game. In no way would I be surprised if the Rangers win in seven, but I think Carolina has been here the last couple of seasons. I think Sebastian Ajo puts this team on the, his shoulders and I think Carolina wins this. It's over the hump, huh? Um, I actually have the Rangers winning no game option, but I would go in six games. Uh, if I were to choose, uh, if, if the Rangers are able to, I, I'm more, not sure about the Rangers advancing past the Devils than I am that they can beat either Carolina or uh, the Islanders. It's just it's just where I'm at. Yeah. Um. So I do have the Rangers advancing, uh, which would leave me with a Boston Rangers uh, Eastern Conference Final, of which I think that Boston is just too much for them. Uh, and we, and and they advance. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say six games uh, is if if there was a game amount there. You have yeah. Boston. And I the will take. I I think Carolina. I would take Boston and six. Um, to to advance. I think that again, Boston's just too good. I don't think their their run ends there. Uh, that leaves me with a Colorado Boston final. Same, same with me. Uh, we really, 
went out on a ledge there, didn't we, Bob? We're really reaching for the stars <laughs> in our bracket challenge. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now the it doesn't have a game amount. Obviously, we could choose that. Uh, but the the tiebreaker is the goal total total uh, in the in the games. I'm gonna go with six games for Colorado, and I have 29 goals uh, as my tiebreaker there. So Colorado back to back. I've got Stanley Cup uh, champs. yeah. I've got. Five games for Colorado at 33 goals. Okay. So, uh, seems like, you know, it, we kind of had some little spiciness here and there, but, but kind of stayed true, uh, to, you know, what our thought process has kind of been going into it. I'm very excited about this, yeah. uh, about the, uh, this playoff. No penguins Stan, you know, Sidney Crosby's not winning a cup. Yeah. This year, and that's and for that, no we can all be grateful. We can all be grateful, you know. Anybody's game, anybody can go win yeah. one. All good, all good for me. Yeah. Um. Now, as much as I am confident in my bracket, I will say that looking at this now, I in no way would be surprised if we are watching a Colorado Tampa Bay final. I think. No, Tampa yes. being who they are over the past five years, nobody would be surprised if Tampa goes out there and beats Boston in six or seven and then goes out there and beats Carolina. And then I, I think then that I think then that would be a better matchup. I would like to see Colorado Tampa more than I would want to see Colorado Boston. I agree with that. I think Tampa is that that sleeper team that if they can get past that, they have a straight shot. I I'll tell you this: I would not be surprised to see a Dallas Stars, Tampa Bay, Stanley Cup final. Uh, just a weird feeling that I have. Uh, it, again, it kind of goes to those main teams that you know Colorado and and Boston are so good right now that it's almost like the team that takes them out is destined to at least be there to face the other one. Uh, And so I think if either of those, uh, either of those two teams can, can take them out. I think the Western conference final would just be a formality, you know, or Western and Eastern conference final would just be a formality for one of those two teams to advance that track up there just seems like the right, the right zone for your Stanley cup contenders to come from. Now we said all that we're going to get like a Carolina, you know, Winnipeg Jets Stanley Cup final or something. You know, yeah. it's going to be it's not going to be, you know, not going to be foreseen at, by yeah. us by any means. No, no. There's yeah. honestly no now, combination the, of, yeah. of Stanley Cup matchups that I would be upset about this year that I can think of at, right off the top of my head. Yeah, I think that a ma- the journalist in me would really, really love to see. Vegas versus uh, the Islanders or even the Rangers simply because, you know, all those journalists, they want to spend their time in Vegas going from Vegas to New York all week. I mean, that's just a fun time. If you're just sitting there going to hockey games, going to hang out, it's like, oh, I guess I got to fly from New York to Vegas now. (laughs) What am I going to do with myself when I'm not watching hockey all day? (laughs) Oh, uh, that that would be better. Even LA, New York, I think just that would be. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, or or even honestly, 
bring bring that NBA rivalry, man. Kings Boston. I mean, th- those two cities already have a great rivalry together. You know, those cities will be getting hype for these games. Uh, I mean, that would be great to see as well. What's the What's the shortest Stanley Cup matchup we could have? Uh, ooh, Dallas Minnesota, distance wise or Dallas Vegas maybe. I guess or, it's got to be either Dallas or Colorado, uh, right? E- well, easy well, money. It, well, oh, oh no, well, Islanders, Minnesota. Rangers, oh, that's the conference final, 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 final. Yeah, um, yeah, the Stanley Cup final. So uh, it could be would, probably Winnipeg and Minnesota would be no, because they can't be in yeah. the same. So Colorado, uh, yeah. So, uh, I'm trying to think. I hmm. my brain is just like not functioning properly i'd have to pull up a map as well i think vegas i mean i think what's okay first off colorado is probably in dallas probably the most eastern most western conference so yes i might have to pull up google well and minnesota yeah (laughs) well we don't have to i mean we don't have to go into this it was just a fun thought experiment bob no we don't no we're not about fun all right. We're back old, <laughs> hard, fat. Cold, hard, fat. Uh, I got, got Bob Woodward in here. <laughs> uh, yeah, my internet is not happy with me trying to pull up Google Maps right now. It is like, the fuck, dude? I can barely pull it's up like, a no. bracket right now. Don't make me pull up GPS. All right. So there's Minneapolis. Uh, Minneapolis, New York is pretty close. I mean, that's, I yeah. mean, I think if yeah, we, I would think, I would uh, think that, yeah. Oh, Minneapolis, when oh, that's again, same conference wouldn't happen. Yeah. Same um, conference. Yeah. Winnipeg and, Tor- oh, no, Minnesota, Toronto would be the closest. Minnesota is closer to Toronto. Okay. I was, I was going to ask about Toronto or Minneapolis. Well, we Toronto. know that won't happen. Thank goodness that we don't have to worry about the shortest. That would be uh, insane. Commute. Honestly, because we, <laughs> We said that no matter what we would like um, it. I don't think I would like that matchup. Honestly, I would love it because if if it's Minnesota, Toronto, the roads that both of these teams have had to go through well have well earned my respect. <laughs> they are good. You are good to yeah. be in the Stanley Cup right now, <laughs> partner. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's move right, into last one. Dark week. horse. I was. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, we can go into. Door, I was just gonna say dark horse. No, dark dark horse, horse to win no, it. No, all. we don't have much left to go. So. Ooh, dark horse to win it all. While being, hmm. Okay, I'm gonna say. Wow. I don't I don't want to say this team because it's not a dark horse. It would just be like the the least probable, but they're no, because they're not the word they're not the bottom seed in there. I'm gonna say the devils. The the dark the devils. Okay. I would say, yeah. I would say that's a dark horse to win it. You know, I mean that's a team that oh, they're a higher yeah. seed or whatever, but that doesn't really matter. Uh I like that pick. I like the devils as a as a dark horse. Uh, uh tough it's my own my own question <laughs> yeah i was either gonna um, say the devils or the kings
I'm going to go with the Oilers. I think that we are putting a lot of stock in one game. Uh, these guys, they, they do still have two guys that can put the game on their back at any time. Uh, if they do yeah. that and get on a run, I mean, the the last 10 games before the, the season ended, Connor McDavid had 26 points. So, you know, it's, uh, it's different yeah. hockey, but skill sets sometimes went out. So I don't think that they're going to, but that would be my dark horse uh, winner. I would not be surprised if we saw them winning. it. Yeah. Uh, Connor and David almost did what I talked about two weeks ago or whatever. When I said, Oh, I think he could maybe hit like 180. And I mean, we were like, he would have to hit like this close, points to do that. And we were both like, yeah, that, that's an insane. And then he starts going off and I'm like, Hey, I mean, it's still Connor McDavid. Uh, like I said, no one would be surprised. It he goes was out to uh, very close. Somehow. Yeah. I mean, it's, it was um, totally right. possible. It was not outside the realm of possibility. All right, let's move in uh, to Joke of the Week. The Weird. Corey Perry. Yeah, I don't like that. Oh. Wild. I think, the, I think the first read was a good one. Now, now I'm overthinking it. Outlandish. Each sixth chick sat on a stick. Little tongue twister. And downright dumb. You're kidding me. It's time for the Joke of the Week. Alrighty, you found this one. What is it? I feel like we've talked. People fell for this shit again. We have absolutely. We have absolutely talked about it before. I thought you were going to recognize rentahitman.com. The thing is, Bob, we have. It absolutely has been a joke of the week before. Uh, But not this one. This one happened this week. And this one comes from our fun home state of Tennessee. Uh, FBI arrests guardsmen who applied for job on rentahitman.com. Now, for the listener, for those longtime listeners, yes, this is the same website in which the FBI caught that woman that tried to have her husband killed on there. Uh, because as we remember, the rentahitman.com website was actually just like a test website for like a different style of programming or website setup that this company took and it was a parody site and took to different, you know, places to sell their software. And and so eventually it just became, it was a failed company. And so the guy just turned it into parody with the fake testimonials and, um, and like application sites, which of which when people apply for it, where they, you know, send in a request stuff, he just directs them to the FBI, you know? So uh, this guy, uh, Tennessee sending their best. He was attempting to apply for the jobs. He wanted to be the hitman. Uh, he put in a, he put in his uh, application, uh, and in his follow-up section, why I want this job, according to the affidavit said, I'm looking for a job that pays well related to my military experience in parentheses, shooting and killing the marked target. So I can support my kid on the way. What I can say is I enjoy doing what I do. So if I can find a job similar to it, such as this one, put me in, coach. It reads. Um, so you're thinking, okay, this guy wants to make a boatload of money. So when he's talking with the FBI agent, you're thinking, there's a number in which we all we're appalled by anybody offering any amount of money to do something so heinous, 
but everybody has that number that they're like, okay, I at least considered it for half a second. Like, I'm not going to do it because I'm not a murderer, but the dude just offered me a Billy. Okay. So, so he got his half, he got two installments as hitmen normally do. Do you want to know what the first half of the installment was, Bob? (laughs) What? Let me just say this before I give you the number. It was not enough to um, to give you that pause moment. He got paid his installment of $2,500. $2,500, Bobby. Oh, meaning, that, meaning that the total amount that this cat was going to be raking in for murdering someone was five grand. You could probably... He's a guardsman. He could probably get a reenlistment bonus that's higher than that. I mean, am I right? And <laughs> can you imagine for that doesn't even give you the semi thought like you're somebody offers me five grand to kill somebody. I'm almost offended at the sheer, yeah. at the sheer, you know, waybos on that person trying to like five grand like that's not even gonna be that's not even gonna cover my bail if i get one dude like what like i'm gonna be balling out on on ramen noodles with my commissary (laughs) they're like what if they got there the guy's like not with that like (laughs) the agent right the agent was (laughs) the agent was like dude i'm i'm finna get this guy and his buddy was like no way no way. He's going to laugh you out of this place. He's like, he applied for a job on rentahitman.com. Like, he doesn't even have respect enough for himself to, like, try to actually get in the game. Like, this was the only thing that he was missing was just finding the right website to become a hitman. Like, the sheer the thought process. And, Bobby, this man was living within, like, 45 minutes of us, dude. He was just a foot. We gave him access to yeah. to weaponry. <laughs> yeah, he applied on. Now, this <laughs> is this is an amazing example of why you have to have to ask for a lawyer, and if you're in the military, ask for your JAG. Because honestly, this could have easily been played off with this insane application. It could have been played off as it was a joke. Cause it's a joke website. The put me in coach was it was clear that it was a joke. Instead, he goes in and tells he admits that no, it one hundred percent was not a joke. I wanted to kill somebody. If a lawyer had been like, no, he was clearly kidding. This is a parody website. It was a parody application. My right. client at no time ever had any. He might be dumb and thought it was a. It might not have been good a joke, but it was a joke and probably could have gotten him off with maybe just a demotion. Bobby, I'm going to be honest with you, though. Let's not pretend like this guy didn't use his like work computer. You know, I I don't know what was happening, but there, but he definitely like he definitely like Googled a bunch. Like what we're not seeing is all of the external stuff, all of the Googling of how do I find, how do I become a hitman? Right. How do I become a hitman? And like what, like, like him going to the library and like ordering books on how to become we're only getting half of the, we're only getting whatever yeah. amount the guardian was able to pull from. 
yes, absolutely. Uh, yes, yeah. that's great advice asking for a lawyer. But I would have to imagine that the guy that applied for the hitman job for five grand on rentahitman.com, there has got a the lawyer walked in the in and he he face palmed it, dude. He was like, no, there's no way. There's no way. They're like, you gave them, you like asked them for an address, man. You like said you went to the area and scoped it out. You took a picture at the address you were going to murder the guy at. <laughs> yeah. At oh the end, you gosh. added, this I'm is definitely you, not a joke. No matter what I tell you later, it's not a joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that Key and Peele this skit Googled when he's in the interrogation room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, this thing Googled he's everything except under the, how much do uh, hitmen get paid? <laughs> <laughs> right, he did. He didn't forgot to glass door the median like rate. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't work, don't work uh, for the FBI. They suck. They never pay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, absolutely insane! And I love these jokes. Uh, let's move into what's snapping your stick. Bobby and Brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks. All righty. We were off last week, so I didn't get to talk about this last week. But two weeks ago on Saturday on April 8th, it was the first time in NHL history that they were six games every single NHL team was in action and it should have been a day of celebration of the sport we love frankly I think they should do this every year at the end of the season it was it also corresponded with the day that had the most playoff implications of the year it's an amazing thing and what does the NHL do and and ESPN, they find a way to fuck it up. They schedule like 10 of the 16 games at the same time. It's a Saturday. The NFL is done. The March, I think by April, I think by then March Madness was done, maybe. I'm yeah, I mean if not, what, there's what only two doing? games to contend How with. How hard is you know? Yeah. Like, what do you do? Just, have games start at 11 a.m. Have your Eastern Conference games start at noon. So and and have and stagger them by like an hour, stagger them by 90 minutes. Maybe have one game that starts at like, I don't know, 9 a.m. They've done morning games before. It should be an all day right. celebration. One, you know, I am not a huge fan of regular season college basketball, but you know what I do fucking love? One of the greatest things in, in sports is the is the college basketball tip off that starts from midnight to midnight. It is such a cool thing. And if the NHL right. would just get their uh head out of their ass and just have these games going on all day and make it a whole thing. Have it on ESPN 1 2 3 4 just have primetime games, have 8 a.m. games. I mean, but no, you're making you have all these games and you're making people choose. It's just it's not okay. And it should be, I would love for them to do this every single year, but they're going to screw it up every year. 
Yeah, I really was. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest with you. I was really wondering where you were going with it. I was like, the 16 game day in the NHL was an awesome concept. I'm not really sure what he has to complain about. Really good complaint about that. It, you just framed it as what snaps my stick. The 16 day, game day in the yeah. NHL. I was like, Bobby hates hockey. You know, confirmed. <laughs> I was like, I was like ratting you out to people. Uh, no, I think that's a really good point. Why not a uh, game start, you know, 16 games. Why not game start at nine game start at 10 game start at 11 game start at one. Yeah. You can have two or three games at your prime time spots. No problem. We get that. You know, you want some competing yeah. uh, games there, but yeah, I mean, it was, if, if you're having 10 at the same time, you understand that this is just like regular days for people. I can't watch 10 hockey games at a yeah. time. So good, good call. Uh, mine kind of brings it back to the the Draymond Green uh, Sabonis stop stomp. Uh, mine was just Steve Kerr's response to it uh, in the post game press conference. Uh, it's just he, he for a guy that uh, is I want to use the right terminology here, uh, very self righteous about things that he deems as wrong and he deems as other people doing incorrectly and, you know, doing things the right way for, for whatever reason, he does not feel that that's the same thing about Draymond Green as we heard from his response on him, uh, sucker punching, a, a fellow employee in the face. Uh, oh, well that's, you know, you should see what happens when the cameras weren't on. His response was, I didn't see the play live, and then I didn't see the replay. Uh, I was busy, you know, getting the team ready. One of the coaches told me Draymond might get ejected. So I'm, I'm confused. You're getting the team ready, of which you might be down a player that's a pretty crucial part to your game plan. Yeah. It's just a cop-out. A man, your, your man stomped on somebody, dude. Your man did it. Like, you say something about it. I, I don't know. I just, I just didn't like that. Uh, lackadaisical response on a again, a man that that punched a fellow coworker uh, already, you know, before <laughs> this season, and is now stomping on um, on opponents. Uh, well, I didn't see it. I didn't watch the replay. Why not though? <laughs> it seemed that seems irresponsible for the head coach of a basketball team to uh, you know not watch a yeah. crucial play. Uh, of what's happening to whether or not you need to argue with the referee or not. That seems not correct for an NBA coach, but Hey, who am I to, who am I to judge? Um, I, I, as a manager wouldn't allow one of my employees to cold cock another employee. So, and I've never won an NBA championship. So who am I to judge anybody, Bobby, uh, NBA championship list and wouldn't yeah. let, wouldn't let coworkers punch each other. So maybe I'm just a bad leader, uh, personally. So maybe that's the key to success. That's that's it. I got I'm, I I do work uh, from home, so it's gonna be kind of hard to rile up these coworkers <laughs> against one another. But I'm gonna figure it out. I'm gonna I'm gonna figure this out. I'm gonna have yeah. to turn their family members against them, right? I'm going to have to start internal fights uh, is, yeah. is the only way that I see this working. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Uh, we are excited for the Stanley Cup playoffs. We know you are too. 
for Brandon, I'm Bobby. This has been the Pucks Out Podcast. We'll see you all again uh, next week. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Pucks Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pucks Out Pod.